0: and Welcome to this week's installment of Dead and Lovely, your favorite NPR horror movie podcast.
1: Yes, we're very serious this week because we're discussing a movie that is French.
0: It's a French film, so that means it must be taken extremely seriously.
1: Yes, for the French are always serious.
0: (laughs) Hey, yo. April Fool's. April Fool, Man, Aww. we fooled the
1: fuck out of you. Aw,
0: even though this isn't coming out on April Fool's. It's April Fool's today.
1: Yeah, that's how that's how foolish you are. Yeah, it's you April got Fool's, Fool's to us. You got fooled on not April Fool's.
0: Look at you. asshole! You bunch of pukes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, as always, to Dead and Lovely, here with your host with the most, Uncle Ben. And who's that striped shirt wearing handsome man over there? It's me, Dollywood Steve. <laughs> Je deteste. <laughs> I am
1: wearing horizontally striped
0: shirt. Yeah, in honor of the French film mm-hmm. we're going to be covering today, which is yeah. which is raw.
1: I was going to mime the whole thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I figured that
0: wouldn't read well on it's a more podcast. More of a visual format. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we start like the world's first like mime podcast. Do You got me. Let's do it. Yeah. Maybe you can sometimes hear like air like moving across the mic. <laughs> I don't even know if that picked up or not. You, you can
1: hear me just pulling on a rope. Yeah. Imaginarily. Yeah. Uh-huh. Trapped in an invisible cube oh, or something. Oh, you oh. <laughs> oh, can't do any of that. No. Why, like, how no. do you mime? I don't get it. Why? No. Why do you do it?
0: <laughs> so this is not only an April Fool Day. It is also an Easter Day mm-hmm. where Jesus rolled the stone aside and said... April hey, Fool's y'all Hey, I'm back He's a kidder I'm Jesus Then the E earned the nickname Kidder Christ
1: He did, that's what they called him He oh, was like, hey, doubting Thomas And he was like, what's up, Kidder Christ?
0: <laughs> Yo asshole he, he fooled them, he fooled them He did, he fooled them all What'd you guys do for an Easter, Steve?
1: Um, We hung out with uh, with my family mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I got to see my nieces and my nephew Always fun How's your spirit children doing? They're
0: good. They're good. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Um, my family's really hard to understand
0: for me. <laughs> and not like, like I can't relate to you. You're saying like... No,
1: I can relate to them. I just don't understand a the word they're saying. <laughs>
0: the word's coming out of their yeah. mouths.
1: They, I mean, they haven't, <laughs> they haven't, I don't know. They must have like devolved over time where I used to understand them yeah. very well.
0: Maybe you evolved.
1: I can understand my grandparents
0: okay. pretty yeah.
1: well. But my mom, my brother, my my aunt. Yeah. My sister. I can't understand a word they're saying. <laughs> but and they all like it's like they're trying to under talk each other it's whilst, contest. while saying completely different things <laughs> to each other at the same time.
0: It must be extremely confusing.
1: It's definitely quiet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's no, so no, no, no. weird. And you can't... Understand. Daniel
1: Drew, I, I was, was going to go get a car. And then, uh, God and, knows. And, and <laughs> didn't have it when I got there. And then uh, I had to call
0: Do you actually come from a family of mumblecore rappers? <laughs>
1: yeah, I do. That's,
0: my, <laughs> that's where
1: my mom got her fortune.
0: It's from SoundCloud mumblecore sound page. rapping. Uh-huh. Yeah, her SoundCloud is popping. It's popping off. Hashtag mumble mom. Little Pump? Yeah. More like my mom. <laughs> So you guys just kind of sat around and, like, didn't understand each other.
1: Well, yeah, no, my, my wife and I just talked to my nieces. <laughs> okay, tight, <laughs> yeah. tight. My nephew, is, is, he's still pretty young, so he, he's not interested in sitting down and having a conversation. But, um, he's not interested in mumbling yet. No, he's not. He'll my, grow into it. My nieces also are hard to understand in the fact that they're so young that we don't know most of what they're talking about. No, I don't know yeah. what's cool anymore. Yeah, I yeah. have it for years. My 13-year-old niece, we talk about Minecraft or, or we'll talk about cartoons, because okay. they, they like, uh, you know, Adventure Time, Steven okay. Universe. Those are cartoons yeah. I've, I've watched and enjoyed. Um, but then they they also, like, it's real big with, with the teens and the tweens. Uh, they just watch the YouTubes, and yeah. they have their favorite YouTubers, and um, my my nieces are both real big on watching Let's Plays, and people, you know, making... I don't know what that is. Just people playing, you know, different video games. Okay, Ty. Yeah. Um, and then also they, you know, they love Five Nights at Freddy, Freddy's. That's that was a huge thing. Oh you yeah, was that giant is thing. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's one of those things that is so amazing. We were talking, I think maybe last week or the week before, about watching people play video games. Mm-hmm. But dude, it, when we were kids, fucking thirty years ago, yeah. Like, the epitome of lazy was like, you don't want to go outside and kick or throw a ball? You want to stay in and play video games? You're fucking lazy. Yeah. And now it's like, that's even too much work. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just watch someone else do it. Somebody else do the mashing of the buttons so I can just relax, please. I think
1: a lot of it... I I know with my nieces, actually, it was that they... They don't have a computer that can run most of the games they yeah. want to play, so they just watch people play them. That works. For me, uh, I don't have an Xbox One, so I, I can't play Fallout 4. Really want to.
0: This is the same reason people get into watching porn.
1: Yeah. I can't have sex. I would <laughs> love to. Let's watch someone else do it. See how that works out.
0: <laughs> I don't have access to those systems at home. No, but you know what? This guy's got one, and he's... Railing it, it looks pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Did you guys eat any uh traditional, disgusting southern eastern oh, meals?
1: Oh, yes, yeah. We had um, well, they um, my family makes a, a pretty mean ham, but as I've said before, I don't eat pork, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, they made a ham, and uh, my mom, she was like, Oh, I made a ham, and I was like, oh, Hey, ham, I don't eat pork anymore. And she was like, Oh, well, I have some chicken, and it was uh, Italian. Uh, dressing marinated ah, chicken. Ah, the classic. <clears throat> the, the baby classic boomer classic. baby boomer classic. Which was... Eh, and Was it a baked overcooked. or a grilled or what? I think it was baked. Yeah? It was a little overcooked. Whatever. Uh, the mashed potatoes were... Fine. Yeah, I make yeah. better. Okay. You know what I? <laughs> I I did. I felt shitty because each thing I was like I could. Make I did so better. much better. Yeah. Dude, I know what you mean. But the green beans were good. They did a good job with the okay, green beans. Okay, tight, tight,
0: not overcooked. Not death. overcooked.
1: Just good green beans, and then also um, there was uh, a, a pretty good uh, cheesecake.
0: Right on. I like a cheesecake now. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good item.
1: Yeah. But yeah, mostly. Um, I don't know what it is. Both uh, my family and my wife's family, <laughs> uh, the the parents that yeah. come from that baby boomer generation, a lot of stuff comes from cans. A lot of it is pre-made, oh, yeah. pre-made pre-packaged stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I think, you know, because at that time it was like, wow, look at technology. Yeah, look sure. At technology. Let's eat technology. Yeah, oh, man, I could uh, save so much time. We'll become the Borg. We could drunk drive all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Then vote! Then vote! <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was fine. I mean, it wasn't great.
0: Right on, man. Right on. <laughs> what about you? I know you had some some yeah, adventures. We had ourselves a pretty good time. So for the past, I think, four years or so now, my wife's family and some dear family friends that they've known like for fucking ever, uh, we're all busy as fuck all the time. Yeah. But basically, we set aside kind of the Easter weekend to like rent a cabin up in the Smoky Mountains, and we basically just go up there all together and just hang out and play board games and That's make awesome.
1: food
0: yeah. and drink a lot of whiskey. Oh, yeah. Um, and it beer. It improves all of those things. It, you just, dude, uh, it makes everything better. It really does. Absolutely everything. So mm-hmm. we did that over the weekend and uh, yeah, it was it was a blast. It was really, really fun and especially Kate really needed a relaxing weekend. Her work has been super stressful lately. So yeah, I yeah her just having a weekend to relax is cool. But the thing is, is like even though I was there, quote unquote, relaxing. Mm-hmm. I was. I just spent most of my time like charting out tunes. That I have to learn for gigs. I've got about, I think, uh, let's see, within the next two weeks, I have about 30 songs I need to learn. Ew. Yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah. So. Is one of them Mary Had a Little Lamb? I can teach you that. Yeah? It starts with an E, then it goes to a D, then a C, then
0: back the D. Back to the D. Yeah. Now, oh. after that, it's going to get a little wild on
1: you. Okay. I'll listen, we'll do this off We'll Bob. talk about it later. Okay, right <laughs> on.
0: Right on. So, I spent a lot of my time just kind of charting out tunes and stuff, which is fine. I mean, it's got to get done. But I also spent a lot of the weekend... I've got to point out three things. Uh-huh. Three things about this weekend. Let's hear them. So, for one, I'm celebrating about a weekend... Of having I think the worst canker sore I've ever had in my oh, entire life. Shit,
1: that sucks.
0: Dude, I get the uh, I get the stress canker sores. Like mm-hmm. right? anytime that I'm stressed out or I've got a lot of shit going on mm-hmm. or whatever, without a doubt, like a week or two later, their one will pop up. Yeah. So, um again, I've been talking recently about all these different gigs and shit I've been doing. And um Sure enough, after a big bout of learning all this material and stressing out over it, I get this canker sore that's like, okay, I still have my wisdom teeth. Oh. And they're fucking terrible. Oh, no. And they ruin my life on a daily basis. You should
1: totally get rid of those somehow. I I
0: would love it if I could afford to. Yeah. It's very expensive. This fucking canker sore I got is right behind the top right wisdom tooth. Mm Hmm.
1: That's okay. So it's constantly rubbing
0: up against it, and it's like... It's right on the hinge of, like, my jaw. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I can't open my mouth more than, like, an inch mm-hmm. wide mm-hmm. without it hitting it and stuff. Oh, Dude, It's it, really, like, hitting me hard. It is brutal as yeah, fuck. that like, sounds terrible. It's getting better now, but there for a few days, it was, like, talking sucked, swallowing Ooh. sucked, everything was awful. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, it's the fucking worst, man. So, I'm about a week in right now. It's getting a little bit better, but holy shit, it fucking blows. Now, next thing on my shit list here... Let it hit. So... At this cabin that we stayed at, it was actually really nice. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the mattress that we were sleeping on on that bed, I believe it was an early edition memory foam rig. Oh, no. Have you ever slept on one of those? Are you saying it was an Alzheimer's foam? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it might have been. It forgot it needed to. Yeah. <laughs> No, I I have. I remember, I think my grandparents had one, and it was. It was the worst. It's
0: literally the worst, dude. It's the kind of thing where you you lay down on it, and you sink down, Mm -hmm. you know, at least like an inch or a quarter inch. Yeah. Yeah. And it creates this really weird effect where the the cabin itself, well, again, because we were baby boomers, they, of course, had the thermostat adjusted to like 60. Yeah. So it's freezing fucking cold.
1: That sounds awesome to me. They love that. (laughs) They love that.
0: So... You had this weird effect where any area of your body that wasn't sinking into the mattress yeah. was like freezing the fuck cold. But then, like, the areas of your body that were sinking into the mattress were sweaty. Oh my God. Yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. It's like getting in bed and having the flu instantly while you're trying to sleep. <laughs> you're like, I'm freezing and I'm clammy. <laughs> Holy shit. It was terrible, dude. Like, my neck and shit's all fucking messed up right now, too. Yeah, that's the worst. I hated it. I also discovered along the ways. I think you can you can enjoy this with me here for a second. All right. So many different whiskeys oh, on the good. market. The names of them become greatly enhanced when you replace one of the words in the brand mm-hmm. with anal.
1: Okay. Okay. So
0: we brought a bottle of Angel's Envy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty obvious. Yeah. Anal Envy. Anal Envy. Yeah. Yeah. How about George Dickel? Anal Dickel. <laughs> anal
1: Dickel. Black
0: label. Or white label. Anal label. There's so many. Or Make- black anal. <laughs> <laughs> Maker's Mark. Uh-huh. Anal Mark. Anal Mark. <laughs> wild Turkey. Anal Turkey. I was thinking wild anal, wild but okay. Anal, yeah. anal Turkey. <laughs> 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 That's good, too. <laughs> Ancient Age ancient anal <laughs> or anal age i mean it works either 18, way I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just works so well i want our i want our listeners to contribute their favorites on our facebook yeah. group <laughs> what
1: are your favorite replace replace anal yeah in one word for a whiskey
0: anal beam What? (laughs) (laughs) I think I've seen one of those. (laughs) Old Anal Daniels. (laughs) Anal Daniels. (laughs) Buffalo Trace, Anal Trace. Anal Trace or Buffalo Anal. (laughs) Uh, Either one is great. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so those are my my contributions that I would have to say about this Easter week. (laughs) What have you been watching? Anything good?
1: Oh man, have I? Uh, Let's see. We've been watching uh, Forensic Files. I don't know what that is. That's well. See, this is where you're wrong. Oh, all right. <laughs> you should know. Write me. Um, forensic files is kind of like uh, unsolved mysteries, but like the full episode is dedicated to one crime, and they get real deep into the
0: forensics of it. Is it fictionalized or is it like?
1: No, they they will have like dramatizations playing sometimes in the background, but the the main attraction is narrator Peter Thomas okay. and his weird pronunciation of things sometimes and the way yeah. he like. I I wish I could do an impression of it. My wife can, I think, kind of. Uh, But mine, is it's not good. But the thing about Forensic Files is that it's the same thing every episode. Okay. And the real fun that my wife and I have watching it is seeing the goofy-ass people that are excited to be on Forensic
0: Files to talk about a murder. Oh, okay. Where he's like, (laughs) he was my cousin, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And they
1: look goofy as shit. Oh, my God. You'll see some of the strangest looking people you've ever seen uh you also see like crazy shit like uh i believe senator trey gowdy I know um who I, I, he was in the news recently i, I think shit talking trump or whatever type uh he's a republican but he he's in uh, an episode of forensic files at least one um where he was he was the district attorney on the case and so they're talking to him yeah but like you you just get like i don't know it's it's not amazing but if you start watching it you just keep watching you can't not watch it and if you um if you have cable and you have headline news they play forensic files like from 10 at night until 6 in the morning so if you're one of one of those people that stays up late you need something to watch and you have cable there it is a small
0: sliver of people but
1: yeah and you love watching infomercials in between.
0: No, no, that I do. <laughs> I do that.
1: Yeah. Um. So I've been watching Forensic Files. I recommend it. Not amazing, but it is one of those things that once you start watching it, you'll be like, I'm glad I am watching once it. Once you pop. You cannot
0: stop. You cannot stop.
1: No, that is, I mean, listen, okay? That's the
0: thing. Um, I, I, I find that to be the opposite of my sex life. <laughs> once I pop, tend to stop. I tend to stop. At least for a little while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get right back to it. Whew. I just shoved, pushing a rope, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shove it back in. No. Um,
1: I also, I started watching the toys that made us. Oh, um, sick. Based yeah. on based on my recommendation. Yeah, based on your recommendation. And I, I started with the E-Man toys. Cause, yeah. Because uh, they're awesome. They're awesome. I mean, the Star Wars toys, my brother had a ton of Star Wars toys yeah. growing up, so we played with them forever. But, Total. Um it, it didn't interest me quite that much and G.I. Joe, uh again my cousins had those. Yeah. Didn't yeah. play with them much. Oh I they had were He-Man.
0: giant G. I. Joe's yeah,
1: yeah. I had He Man growing up. I
0: had so. a couple of the I had a couple of G.I. Joe's that the ones that looked more like Marvel superheroes. Yeah. Like I never wanted like here's a dude in fatigue. Alley like, Viper whatever. was one of my faves. Yeah, man. Or like who's the uh goddamn uh like Storm Shadow? Yeah, like who's the, the white ninja? Oh yeah, what was that guy's name? That guy he was, was awesome. Yeah, he was dope. So I yeah. had like those, but I didn't have just regular. Yeah, Barbie the regular ones are boring. Yeah, pretty much. Roadblock. Yeah. Yeah. Road schlock.
1: Yeah, more like road cock.
0: Yeah, like, you know. You know, like the thing we were talking about. Yeah, earlier. yeah. Pushing a rope. Yeah. Um, you should watch more of them though. It's definitely yeah. really entertaining. The Barbie episode is actually fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: I, well, the thing is, like, they talk, like, they talk about the Barbie because it's Mattel that did the mm-hmm. the He-Man figures yeah yeah and they wanted to introduce the female figure and so they worked with the women who headed up the Barbie division yeah dude and came up with She-Ra I'm gonna tell
0: you what the the women on the Barbie episode them some hard ass yeah women.
1: they seemed that way they came off as fucking holy awesome holy hell man <laughs> like, yeah definitely they got,
0: they got their shit together the
1: guys on <laughs> involved the He-Man episode He-Man <laughs> it made me sad. They made me sad. They seemed really cool. They seemed like the nerdiest, like, like in that era where like to be a nerd meant to get a wedgie, not right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. have sex with uh, uh, a cute girl who's also a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is what nerding is now. Totally. Um. So they they are dorky and also like they. They seem to want the glory. Each Absolutely. one of them seems to want the glory for yep. every
0: single one of the figures they talk about. Because it might be the only thing they really ever did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was a little bit sad. But also, yeah, when I saw the Barbie, uh, the women from the Barbie division talking, I was like, oh, I bet that's going to be a good episode. Because they yeah. were like, they had their shit together and totally. knew what they were talking about. And they are also like, they obviously had, I don't know, the same sort of feeling that we had about those guys yeah. just like these
0: guys I don't know what they're doing no exactly right exactly yeah. man you didn't watch the end of the fucking world yet did you no goddamn it that's the next. thing I keep forgetting next end of the fucking world oh, oh my god it's so fucking good man
1: yeah I'll check it out
0: Tight, man I've not had a lot of time to watch stuff this week I've been so fucking busy mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. ridiculous man but uh, I have as I've been running around and driving and stuff all the time I finished listening on audible.com yeah i wish they'd give us some money for you maybe they should that. uh <laughs> finish listening to ready player one
1: yeah okay
0: and it's fucking awesome yeah it's fucking awesome man. so
1: afterwards were you like yeah zangief is cool
0: yeah zangief is pretty tight spinning pile drive my ass um i'll tell you honestly the writing is not the best mm-hmm. like there, there's a lot of times in there where i'm just kind of like okay man i fucking get it like You're at this place. It looks exactly like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's like, you don't need to keep telling me. It was exact. It was exactly like it. Except
1: instead, Galadriel's there. Yeah. She
0: gives me the invisible uh, cloak from Harry Potter. You may have read this book.
1: Okay, I may have already.
0: (laughs) I really enjoyed it, though. Like I said, the the writing is not the fucking best by any means, but Mm -hmm. it was just so full of just nostalgia and fucking nerdy stuff. Mm -hmm. It was just full of everything that I liked. It's that kind of thing and I think this is how Trump got elected but <laughs> <laughs> even if even it was if Ready Player One yeah it's <laughs> like even if the even if the content isn't necessarily the best if they just keep throwing you stuff that you love you're like yeah mm-hmm. I like it I like it a lot
1: yeah and so racists were like
0: yes more this of this is great less of everything else <laughs> I hate women women are the worst I hate Arr. Mexicans
1: oh boy everything let's vote for that tiny handed fuck fuck <laughs>
0: it's kind of dangerous but giving people what they want does tend to appeal to them
1: that is strange it's yeah. like
0: the WWF like really knew what they were doing in the 90s no doubt uh-huh. Uh huh. definitely read it though I think that you'll enjoy oh, okay. it I think that you'll again probably be like me where it's just like yeah the writing could have used a little bit more polish you heard anything about the movie man I keep hearing that it's fucking amazing like every review really? and stuff I see sneaking out is like oh my god it's fucking amazing but I think the trailers and stuff look horrible I think they look horrible. Like, I don't okay. think that it looks like, oh, this isn't like the book. I'm upset. Okay. Like we talked about. Books are books. Movies are fucking movies. Yeah.
1: You can like both of them separately.
0: Yeah, exactly. And just because one's different than the other doesn't mean it's better Not or worse. A problem. It's yeah. a, it's a separate art form, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the movie just looks kind of bad. Like, okay. it looks like a bunch of shitty, shitty CGI. It mm-hmm. just looks like another shitty video game movie That's what it looks like.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: And there's a lot of like casting stuff where I'm like, oh man. Yeah. You know? And even actually just if you look into the casting of the movie, there are giant spoilers in it. Which really? is upsetting. Yeah. Like oh. giant. And they're like p- you know posting the photos of the actors and stuff. All around. And it's like, well, there goes that surprise from the storyline. <laughs> Fuck. What's so, the
1: surprise that Andre the Giant shows up? But the one the buddy,
0: I own the doggy puzzle. <laughs> the ghost of Andre. <laughs> French too,
1: yeah. He, yeah. Hey, good transition into talking about a French movie. Yeah, Under I, I, the Giant was also French.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also watched another flick um, recently that I really enjoyed. That was up for a whole lot of critical acclaim. It was a Lady Bird. Oh yeah, have you seen that?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Is it awesome? It's really, really good, man. Good. That's good to hear. It's really, really good. It's one of those that got, obviously, tons and tons and yeah. tons of hype.
1: Greta Gerwig, apparently, really fucking came out awesome yeah. directing.
0: Which, it was only after we watched it that I was like, wait, that's that fucking blonde chick from House of the Devil it gets her face blown off.
1: Yeah, it's Greta Gerwig, man. I was
0: like, fuck yeah. So it's like, it kind of made me like the movie even more. She's in
1: some other stuff, but mostly. Mostly House of the Devil. the House of the Devil yeah, got her face that's, blown off. Yeah, that's the
0: thing. Uh-huh. Uh, it was really good. Like I watched it with Kate, and she was like, "Are you sure you want to watch this movie?" It's like very much like a mother-daughter coming of age Sounds kind of thing. To me, I had, like, love time. Gilmore Girls. Yeah, and um, I really liked the movie. But it was that movie was strumming her pain with its fingers. Oh, telling its life with its words. Okay, Killed her softly with its song. With its song, yeah, killing her softly. She was relating to it real big time. Okay, because it was about a. Uh, 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 a, a roguish badass hard ass teenage girl mm-hmm. with kind of an overbearing mother
1: right
0: uh, she was trying to move away mm-hmm. to a college in a big city okay and all this kind of stuff and uh, yeah it, it hit real hard with the missus
1: wait does she meet a Ben Eller type
0: Ben Eller's in the movie is he <laughs> Actually the guy she meets is kind of a dickhead, so uh, okay. not really. No. Nah. Not really.
1: No, Ben Eller, not a dickhead.
0: I think it was a glance into an alternate future. Oh
1: shit. Yeah. Sliding doors.
0: Yeah, exactly. Where instead of meeting me, she met a dickhead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She did, oh, actually, it was just you. But instead of being homeschooled, you were regular schooled, and you actually, became an ass. That,
0: you know what? <laughs> Holy shit! You actually might be right because the thing <laughs> is, is like the reason she like gets into this guy is because she sees him at like a party show, mm-hmm. uh, and he's playing. I think he's playing bass or guitar, right? And he's all like, bass
1: means he gave up on his dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But, you know, he's all, like, he's all, like, kind of, kind of deep and, and dark and emotional-like mm-hmm. and is always reading fucking Dostoevsky and shit oh, like this. okay. Uh, only he was public schooled. So, I've always wondered about that. I'm like, mm-hmm. what would it have been like Those if Those two was extra
1: schooled? strings would have been too much. Yeah. It would have been all bass for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like,
0: what if I would have started off on bass instead of guitar? Yeah. I don't know. There's just so many sliding door style questions. So, yeah, in a way. <laughs> so, a way. Lady Bird was about you guys. Yeah. It was really good, though. And it that, had Swarcy Ronan in it. Yeah. The acting and stuff was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they had aunt Jackie from Roseanne on. oh
1: yeah that's right Laurie Metcalf yeah she's did, in there
0: and she's awesome did she
1: win in award for that I know she, she got, was nominated she right. got
0: beaten I think by the chick that oh, played Tanya Harding's mom uh, Allison Janney yes who uh, honestly like after we watched Lady Bird I was like there's no way that aunt Jackie lost because she was amazing in this but uh-huh. then after watching I Tanya I was like okay yeah yeah Allison yeah. Janney's awesome holy Huge shit fan. man I'm serious. Itani is fucking awesome.
1: Oh yeah, I have to check it out. Yeah, man, I've been watching Forensic Files and a dude play Fallout (laughs) Four on
0: YouTube. I got, I got stuff to do. Serious business. (laughs) Serious business. Well, in addition to those things, I also recently watched a crazy little movie from France, 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 by the name of Raw, uh, which is streaming currently on Netflix, and. Last time that I think we had a bunch of people ask us to watch a movie that was streaming on Netflix because it was really crazy and controversial was Veronica, Veronica and yeah. that fucking sucked. Yeah, so yeah. I was really apprehensive going into this. And, and two, like, the whole, you know, this is a part, as we'll talk about, of that whole French extremist. Uh, yeah,
1: the new French extremity. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that kind of movement of films. So, like,
1: high tension. Martyrs. Or, yeah, martyrs. Yeah, those type of things.
0: And so kind of going into it, I was like, okay, this is just going to be, like, another one <laughs> of those... Let's just be gross, just be gross, and be shocking, just be shocking kind of movie. So I was really actually very apprehensive going into yeah. it, but I found it to be a really fascinating movie that yeah. uh, it starts, it kind of starts off with a, a, a lifelong vegetarian getting her first taste of meat. Mm-hmm. And uh, it drives her goddamn batshit crazy. Long story short, cannibalism. Yeah. So I think before we get into our review of the movie here, I'd like to take some time right here, Steven. And learn about ourselves a little bit.
1: Yeah? I think what we should do is just really scrape the bottom of the BuzzFeed barrel. Okay. And and take a little quiz called, What Kind of Cannibal Are You? Maybe we do. I'm that is a written... Uh, by cannibal facts, a community contributor. And it says just below here, this post has not been vetted or endorsed by Buzzfeed's editorial staff.
0: Tight. That's how you know it's sick. (laughs) Cannibal facts. All right. So let's find out what kind of cannibal we are. Yeah. What do we get first?
1: Well, during a job interview, you are asked to describe your biggest weakness. Okay. What do you say? Now, the first answer is, uh, apparently you run into a boss from final fantasy that you don't know how many <laughs> hit points he has because they're like question mark. seven question marks. <laughs> I don't know what that History. means. Uh, or bring the interviewer into the hallway and ask him her. So what's your biggest weakness? I? Okay. Well, I get really into each project and who is doing what and when and why am I answering this correctly? What's the right thing to say? Mm. You have beautiful eye. Socket. oh lord there is a dead man living inside me that's metal it is that's metal as fuck i care too much
0: i think of these answers i would probably do the thing that says well i really get into each project and who's doing what and yeah, yeah am i answering like i i really try to get really in there and trying to figure out exactly well what is going to inspire success in this particular endeavor so yeah that would that would be my answer what about you
1: man i don't think any of these uh accurately represent me uh i'm i'll be honest with you ben i don't know how many job interviews i've ever really had most of the jobs i've had have been like somebody i knew yeah um i got a job serving tables that i worked at for three years but it was serving tables in Pigeon Forge, and we got it during the season. So the interview is, are you a living, breathing human being? Will you be here for three months? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know that I've ever had to answer a question like this. but So I'm going to pick the, the Final Fantasy. I don't know how many hit points the final boss has, question mark. That's
0: strong. I like that. Now, question number two here. How do you deal with a bad breakup? Oh, man. Do you do all the drugs? Mm-hmm. Are you just like, it's not over?
1: Sounds right, yeah.
0: Call your friends to surround you in support. While they're over, call the ex a bunch of time asking for closure. <laughs> Sleep with his or her best friend. Oh, no. Stare. Yep. Or pull all of your... Pour, I'm sorry, pour all of your energy into an unrelated cause.
1: Oh, boy. um, I'm not sure what stare means.
0: Like stare at them or just stare into space? Or yeah.
1: Actually, you know what? Stare into space. Yeah. That sounds about right sounds about for right. me. I've gone through a lot of breakups. You've had some bad ones. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I have. But uh, I've also uh, gone through a lot of relationships where uh, the breakup was me finding out I was in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, there oh. we are. Oh, I understand why you're breaking up with me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would pour all of my energy into an unrelated cause. I'm a, I'm a huge believer that. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. I mean, it really is a, the best
1: way to get over
0: it. Well, and I, I I'm just heard. a giant believer in, in just the idea that your life being out of control inspires great art. Mm-hmm. I think that that's why we see so many great musicians, directors, writers, whatever politician. Yeah. It's like, as soon as their life gets good, all their best work is over. Yeah. that is true whenever your life is out of control whether it be through personal situations or addictions or whatever you do tend to pour all your energies into something you can control yeah such as creating something
1: yeah that that extremely helpful and with my own anxiety all the time Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if if i can
0: make something you have control yeah exactly so yeah to me it would be pouring it all into an unrelated cause what's next
1: all right you see a juicer at a local yard all right,
0: sale all right. this is a, already a good way to I start like a question already.
1: however the price is higher than you want to pay mm. what do you do all right. oh man these are some long answers after a quick google search of the juicer's country origin okay ask the owner if he really wants to be associated with human rights oppressions in the factory Sick. the price is then easily haggled down to what you want to pay i like that Offer the owner an okay trade in weed. (laughs) That's
0: a California
1: question. Yeah, it is uh aggressively
0: pee on aggressively. the lawn <laughs> aggressively is <laughs> that what be d- like you push your stream out harder yeah like, well ah, like you do one of them power pisses i mean it is it is in this very
1: movie where you apparently it's true. push some power your stream pissing. out harder yeah it's very <laughs> relevant uh make a big scene driving the other patrons of the yard sale away finally the owners just want to get rid of you so their yard sale can go back to normal and they lower the price okay Sleep with the owner of the (laughs) juicer, leave in the morning clutching it. That's a tight
0: strategy. It's free.
1: Rub the juicer, bring it over to its owner, touch his, her face, and ask for a demonstration?
0: Okay. Uh, uh, I'm not a maniac, so I think I would go with the Google search one where I'm just like, yeah, I've researched this. It's not really as great as you think it is. Yeah. You probably want to get rid of it. That's kind of my style. Um... You seem like a pee on the lawn
1: guy I'm just going to go with aggressively uh, pee on the
0: lawn yeah. While staring at people Are you going to piss on like a tree or a flower bed Or, or just the yard just in general Yeah,
1: I'm gonna, I, I want to pee in a particular area of the yard So that hopefully the grass will die and they'll remember it always
0: Maybe you like write out like hate in your piss or something
1: I do that normally with my piss so, oh, Well yeah. yeah, usually
0: Yeah like to, like to let my piss know who's boss. <laughs> Hate. Hate. How about question number four here? Your friend has been crashing on your couch for two weeks with no explanation. Okay. You want him or her to move out. What do you do?
1: Why is my wife sleeping on the couch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you come home every night weeping and insist upon a full hour of cancel before bedtime? Okay. Wow. Yep. Okay. Throw your friend's stuff in storage and change the locks. Right. Bring your friend on an epic drug binge. At the end, insist that this is what happens every Friday night at your place.
1: How is that? Uh, It might drive somebody away.
0: uh, Most of my friends would be like, sick. (laughs) It's awesome. Can I
1: stay forever?
0: Insist that your friend start sleeping in your bed with you. Oh, okay. Snuggle time. Start sleeping at your friend's apartment. It's not that bad. Jesus. Or chain yourself to the refrigerator until he leaves.
1: Get a spine. Is These that are an all?
0: Yeah. Just tell them you wanted to fucking leave. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. I mean, because like, uh, if I were that friend, and someone came home every night weeping and insisting on a full hour of counsel, I'd actually be fine with that. I've I've had a Let's lot of difficult friends in my life, sure. and I don't have a problem with Yeah, fine with me. Uh, and then the epic drug binge sounds great. Yeah, but, um, sounds all
0: right. Sounds expensive though.
1: I also. I would assume if you insist that your friends start sleeping in your bed with you, like, that can go one of two ways. Yeah. Either you, you know, get rid of them, or now they live with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> again, you accidentally find yourself in a relationship again.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. So, I, I mean, I guess I'm I'm assuming that I, there, there's been some conversation up to this point. I'm going to throw my friend's stuff in storage and change locks, I guess?
0: Yeah, that, that's actually what I'm going to do, too. Yeah. Um, that's the most assertive proactive yeah. action here where it's just like look I'm just gonna go ahead and do some stuff
1: yeah cause I don't understand like I mean I get like it's it's tough to ultimately I, I would just your talk to this out. person
0: and be like hey you need yeah. to get out like we had a we had long story short I had a drummer that was living with me for a while mm-hmm. and then is that a house that we were renting and then it was just like this, then we bought our house that we currently live in mm-hmm. and I was just like hey man you're gonna need to find a place we yeah. bought a house we wanna yeah. live in it by we ourselves. bought a zoo yeah, and we bought a zoo. And
1: Matt Damon's going to be there. I didn't hate that movie. I haven't seen it.
0: I didn't hate it. It's got it. a weird premise. But it does. Fine. It does.
1: Um, Yeah, I, I, my wife and I have been in that situation where we had a person living on our couch for a couple weeks. Yeah. and It was hard.
0: Oh, was God, tough, yes. Man. Oh, man. What's next?
1: Okay, so numero five. Uh, that's how you say five in Spanish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Five de Mayo. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> You're sitting on the subway A Kay. pregnant woman gets on the train What do you do? Stand up
0: There's no subways in, in town What the fuck? <laughs> There's a
1: subway Okay, eat fresh you get a footlong Kind of mm-hmm. Go home and start planning protests about this important issue Start a non-profit in the honor of the pregnant woman on the subway However, you do not do not offer her your seat hmm. Notice the reflective nature of window Okay Manspread All right Make a huge show of offering her your seat. Wave your arms and say something loudly about the laziness of other people. Okay. Shame
0: them. I like that.
1: Offer her your seat, but brush up against her so you can feel her. your bulge. Okay. Uh, Offer the woman the seat. Then hover... Okay, none of these. None of these. Then hover above her, breathing heavily and muttering, asking to be born again.
0: Is no not just an answer?
1: I just... I just stand up. I don't like... Right I used to take the metro all the time in L.A. And yeah. if, if the seats are all filled up and anybody gets on, it's like, you can have a seat. I don't give a shit.
0: Of these answers, I'm going to go with make a huge show and then try to make the other feel, other people feel bad about it. Because mm-hmm. seriously, people should just be fucking decent to each other. Yeah, and if, seriously. If, you, if it doesn't come to you that, hey, maybe I should let this pregnant lady yeah. sit here. It kind of sucks to be in her body right now. Now if it, Then if you're it's,
1: an asshole. If it said the bus, man, I'll tell you what. Mm. In L.A., Every old woman who gets on a bus takes up two seats. Okay. And she puts her bag on the seat near the window and then sits on the inside seat. Gotcha. So you have to ask her to sit down. And then, of course, what she'll do is move her bag and barely move her legs. Tight. Yeah. In that case, if this were a situation, I might I might curse at her. Yeah. In Korean, if Ooh. I could. <laughs> but- Curses. I'm going to just, I'm just for fun. I'm going to say man spread.
0: Yeah. Just go, go aggressive. Yeah. Just like, all right, my nuts need to breathe. <laughs> all right. Question number six. Um, For some reason, it looks like a lot of my answers are not showing up here. And I don't yeah, know why. I guess Is I like that on yours too? six. Yep. <laughs> and seven. seven. Uh, eight. We're on number okay, eight. Okay. Question number eight. That sucks. Okay. Uh-huh. Question number eight. While vacationing in Bali, uh-huh street vendor leads you into an alley and looks at you knowingly he is covered in chalk oh shit. where is this going laughingly he says i know what you are he makes you an offer for twenty dollars he guarantees you a young healthy human heart jesus what, what the <laughs> fuck is happening why is he covered in chalk
1: <laughs> oh he's probably part of that death cult oh mm, they cover themselves in uh, ash though it's not chalk.
0: right he then points to his cooler how do you respond sounds great thanks
1: that's a good deal, twenty bucks. Oh.
0: No, I'm not interested. But for a hundred dollars, I'll pay you for a whole woman. Oh no! The street vendor laughs, and you meet up the next day to pick up the whole woman. I can see why it said this is like not scanned or vetted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what we've done here.
1: I think this is awesome.
0: <laughs> You're so high on ayahuasca that well, you how mistake did you get
1: ayahuasca in Bali.
0: I don't understand that you mistake the street vendor for a crow holding a bell that rings for service. You keep walking but have a nagging feeling if you come back there tomorrow, you might find something you need. Was this written by the people that wrote Raw? I think so. Raw is war. (laughs) You ask him how many hearts are in the cooler and buy the whole lot without saying thank you.
1: Well why would you say thank you?
0: You demand to sample the product, the street vendor balks at you, you invite him to your hotel room where the transaction can be conducted in a safer manner. The street vendor laughs. This is how he conducts business. What? What? Inform the vendor that he is violating several strict international human trafficking laws. Confiscate the hearts and handcuff him to the side of the building. Friendly state that pickup is on the way. Backup it's on the way. Backup is on the way. I was homeschooled. <laughs> Go back to your hotel room for your feast. What the fuck?
1: Jesus Christ.
0: That, that was a lot of information.
1: I'm so glad we picked this it's good i i really want because i can't imagine anybody is listening to this and believes that this is true so they must believe this is improv comedy genius i think so um i'm gonna go with <laughs> sounds great
0: thanks awesome because <laughs> i don't want to have to read all the rest of, and and there's no answer there no a- uh-uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go with asking how many hearts are in the cooler and buy the whole lots of anything, thank you. Because I'll I'll go back to the US and like resell them for donors.
1: I like I like that I like that we answered the questions that we could answer, but Yeah. But yeah, but we're to not these. gonna ever know the, the true answer, so uh, that means we get to make it up. Yeah.
0: How much of a cannibal are you, Steve? Uh
1: I'm zero of a cannibal. Zero of a cannibal. Yeah,
0: zero. Uh well you know what? Actually,
1: let's be honest here. Um, I bite the inside of my cheek. It happens. Uh huh. Yeah. Do that. Uh, I bite. I bite off skin from the side of my my fingernails and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Up. Yeah.
0: That that has happened. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm
1: a little bit of a cannibal.
0: Yeah, that's just an auto cannibal though. Mm-hmm. There's a little auto cannibalization in the movie too. I, listen,
1: do. I guess I'm a I'm a fucking cannibal.
0: A little bit.
1: I'm really glad we did this quiz because I just realized something it's about tight. myself.
0: Now we've learned. <laughs> 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 and I just
1: realized that the. The title of the, the quiz was, what kind of cannibal are you?
0: I guess like a pretty good-natured kind. Yeah. Yeah. How, what kind of cannibal would you rate me?
1: I, I think, Ben, if I were to be eaten by anyone alive, mm. I'd want it to be you.
0: That's tight, man. I feel like you'd Is be very... Is it because my incisors are very pointy? Yeah.
1: I feel like, be you, first painless. off, you get the job done efficiently. I would. And you'd be kind while you did it.
0: Aw. Yeah. I can't argue with that. <laughs> What a quiz. This was awesome. What a fruitless quiz. <laughs>
1: well, this is going to be somebody's favorite episode, <laughs> and I want that person <laughs> to be my friend.
0: <laughs> well, our main topic of discussion today is going to be talking about Raw, which is a uh, a, a WWF wrestling series that has been on <laughs> since the early 90s. Early, early 90s, yeah, yeah. You used to watch Raw on Mondays, didn't you? Yeah,
1: every Monday night. Uh, I'd start off with that first hour of Nitro. Yep. And then switch over to Raw. Ted Turner
0: knew that if they were on at the same time,
1: yeah, nobody but would then, watch. then near the the end, they, they started making that first hour of Nitro just a whole bunch of setup interviews and bullshit. And then yeah. you have like one cruiserweight match, which was, by the way, the cruiserweight division was the best part of WCW Absolutely. at that point. obviously, Yeah. Anyway. But,
0: <laughs> we're actually but Raw talking was about, war.
1: It was what we're actually talking about. Raw. Which is uh, directed by a woman and written by a woman. A woman. Yeah. And guess what? While watching this, I didn't even turn gay or anything.
0: No way. Mm-mm. Did you vote for Hillary while you watched this? Well, yeah.
1: I voted for Hillary before I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is directed by Julia Ducomau. Oh, Ducamau. Mm-hmm. So I will not be pronouncing that again.
0: It is a hyper French movie. It is a uh, super French. Yeah, subtitled. It's not a dubbed flick. So oh, thank God! Yeah, so one of that movies. What you gotta read? It is whilst you watch it. Yeah,
1: yeah. My wife and I, anytime uh, we're gonna drink and watch a horror movie, yeah. if it has subtitles, it's out. Okay. Because yes. what is gonna happen? 20 minutes into mo- any movie we watch yeah. my wife is going to start telling me stories. Okay, yes. And we're you, probably
0: not going to watch the movie. There's not stereo inputs. There's only mono inputs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that entirely. <laughs> is this the first time you've seen this movie?
1: Yep. First time. And, man, I'm glad uh, we had a,
0: a listener recommend it. Yeah. Um, glad I watched it. I really enjoyed Thought it. It was really good. Um, and, obviously, if you've ever listened to our show, you know this is complete spoiler fest. If oh, you've, yeah. Yeah, if you've not watched the movie... Don't listen to this. If
1: you've not watched the movie, I mean, obviously, we still hooked you with that opening bit. Yeah, the quiz uh, and stuff. About what type of cannibal we are.
0: The anal whiskey. (laughs) And so on.
1: (laughs) Anal whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like maybe a band. It could be. Yeah. Like a a David Allen co-cover band.
0: You know, there's also that Jameson, like, um, I know it's, it's actually Jim Beam Double Oak jim beam double double anal anal. (laughs) i mean the jokes make themselves it's right there favorite type of porn double (laughs) anal jim beam
1: jim beam double (laughs) anal
0: so i had never seen this movie before either this is the first time i watched it i had heard of it Mm -hmm. um i usually see it mentioned like we said earlier in the same sentence as movies like high tension and Martyrs and stuff like that so and
1: it was i remember reading maybe an article somebody had seen it when it came out at can yeah and and they said it was like super gory and stuff which it is
0: yeah apparently they like handed out fucking barf bags and people yeah. were like leaving which and... the director
1: was not happy about
0: well I mean she didn't want to watch to the be, movie
1: yeah she wanted people to actually watch the movie and didn't yeah. want it to be a spectacle like that but yeah yeah yeah
0: um I I honestly think that, that that's a little bit of that's a little bit of hype yeah um, I didn't find the movie that disgusting I mean no, I'm, it... I'm, I'm kind of callous I guess but
1: yeah but i mean i i don't know that's the thing about horror movies you know it's all fake
0: yeah exactly so yeah. when
1: it's people eating human meat it's like well they're not eating human meat. They're not really yeah yeah but there are parts in this that it's like well her arm was definitely up that cow's ass <laughs>
0: It sure seemed that way. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, you know, there's
1: uh, there's some parts where it's like, oh, okay. So there's some there's some realness to this. Yeah. I wondered about the chicken when the part where she like bites into the raw yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
0: apparently made of sugar and gelatin. Or okay, because yeah. I
1: was gonna say it looked a little different, and I yeah. was thinking like, there is that chicken in France that you can eat raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Maybe it was that, too. but no. Okay, good. It was.
0: not Yeah, they said that apparently it was. Uh, on set, it looked so realistic, though, that she actually like did throw up after they filmed
1: this. Yeah. Nobody... It's like your brain immediately recognizes that you don't eat raw chicken.
0: No. Y'all not to. Y'all not to. Y'all not to. Y'all to overcook it and cover it with gravy. <laughs> Ugh, Jesus. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, the plot of this movie is that a, a young uh, girl who comes from a family of staunch vegetarians mm-hmm. and animal lovers joins college to go to be a veterinarian.
1: Veterinarian college, which is off the chain.
0: Holy shit, they rage at a vet school. Apparently. And basically, while she's there, as part of the initiation, kind of hazing ritual of French vet school, which we'll talk about, she has to eat a raw, is it rabbit kidney? Is that right? A rabbit
1: kidney, yeah, I think so.
0: And it inspires this massive um, bloodlust in her that starts with a rash? I need to eat meat. Yeah, a rash, a need to eat meat, and then even a need to eat people.
1: Mm-hmm. And she she goes for it. She sure does. She floors it. <laughs> she, she's like, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll start with stealing a hamburger. I'll move to maybe a shawarma. Yeah. And then my sister's finger.
0: <laughs> maybe some of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think really like the, the whole message of this movie is definitely about being attracted to whatever is forbidden to you. Yeah. I think that that's, that's at, like, if you think this movie is about meat or being a vegetarian, yeah, no, it's, no, you're missing the point. The, yeah, the, the, it's
1: much more symbolic. Yeah, absolutely
0: sure. so. Which is like, I can, I can relate to on so many levels because I, as I mentioned on other shows, I was brought up super, super conservative, mm-hmm. very sheltered, mm-hmm. very, very, very sheltered. Less sheltered than other like homeschooled kids and stuff that I grew up with. Like, I could still play video games. They would ask you about the
1: outside world. Uh,
0: dude, seriously. Yeah. Like, really, really. Like, among our group, we were kind of like the fucking crazy outsider people. <laughs> seriously. And we were sheltered as fuck. He
1: has a Nintendo.
0: Literally. It was yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. it really, I, really was. I knew people
1: in public school who were. My God, man. Like that. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, is like, whenever you grow up sheltered like that, like, for example, like, I wasn't allowed to listen to, like, heavy metal stuff, like Metallica and. Megadeth Pantera and all all the greats Yeah. so of course you know my brother and I who were both you know forbidden to listen to this evil evil music that's all you wanted to hear that's all we wanted to hear so as soon as my brother got a car it was him and I going out to every pawn shop we could go to to try to find Ride the Lightning or Mm -hmm. Vulgar Display of Power Mm -hmm. or anything and then just driving around in his car and listening to him should have gone
1: with Cowboys from Hell
0: Oh, dude we got CFH first obviously Obviously, we got Cowboys. When he was
1: Diamond Daryl. Oh
0: man! Before
1: he before he had that wrestling match with, of course, yeah, Dimebag Dallas Page. <laughs> they had a swap name, name swap match. match. <laughs> yeah, whoever whoever lost had to be Diamond. Yeah, because <laughs> actually, Dimebag is lame. It, it kind of is. It's like what, the smallest possible purchasable amount of weed.
0: <laughs> I like to get high, but I'm also a cheapskate. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, is that really cool? All right. Dime's a legend. Everybody yeah, no, amazing. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, it's like, I was forbidden to, to get into that stuff. So, of course, that's the first thing that I wanted to check out. Um, same with everything else, like alcohol, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, forbidden, like, you got like it. Was it was completely forbidden, yeah. And it's like, I grew up with so many people that grew up in extremely... Again, I was very sheltered, but I'm talking extremely fucking sheltered lifestyles. Yeah. And... You know, they were they were told fucking, you know, never look at a boob, never drink a beer. And then as soon as they got out of the house,
1: let's get fucked up.
0: Give me some alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was just total, total off the rail. And I'm sure you've seen the same thing too, where it's like people that grew up really sheltered. As soon as they get in the real world, yeah, they lose their minds because yeah. whatever is forbidden to you becomes the most fascinating thing in the world to you. mm mm-hmm. Um, and I always think that's that's a really interesting and, and critical component. I think in my existence, honestly, I,
1: you know, you're absolutely right. Because uh, my family forbid uh, structure and uh, feeling, <laughs> a feeling of uh, closeness. Oh, <laughs> so when I left the home, I you, became Mormon. <laughs> 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 that was Problem my rebellious solved. period. I'll show you, I'm a kind of fucking Mormon by the way uh fuck fuck that fuck, fuck yeah. it fuck it a lot <laughs> fuck it hard it's i'm not just saying that because i i i've said in the past like uh that i think mormons are good people oh i have a lot I'm of done, mormons i'm done with that. Very nice i'm people. done with that 100 yeah, uh, yeah recent events have made me say i don't care if i know mormons who are yeah. good people i will no longer say mormons are good people
0: well it's it's that thing that we talked about when we've talked about fucking trump good people don't defend bad people
1: good people do not defend rapists
0: yeah nope. if you defend way more because you're a republican
1: yep. they're not cool with uh putting together a dossier to assassinate someone's character to yeah. lessen the amount of money you'll have to pay out yeah. when they sue you it's not good yeah that looks bad yeah it, looks it is bad. bad so please don't want to ever be associated with mormonism Bye-bye, Mormons. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. So, yeah. But anyway, like, uh, I I know the same thing. Like, again, as I'm saying, like, alcohol wasn't exactly forbidden to me. Yeah. Weed wasn't. Like, growing up, there was all this just, like, sort of non-structured life. So, that was one of the things I looked for because it was, like, it it wasn't available.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: So, when something's not available to you, when something's kept away from you yeah, yeah you you fucking crave it i
0: mean dude it's like so much stuff that is a part of my i'm not gonna say everyday life my personal identity is stuff that was forbidden to me as a kid like yep. horror movies yep as i've said i wasn't allowed to watch any horror movies and I watched obviously all tons of them Yep. yeah <laughs> watch every
1: single one i could
0: so it's like when i got in my later teenage years that's all that i wanted to fucking watch is horror movies and here i am. all i
1: wanted was romantic comedy
0: yeah and now i'm like the tag team fucking horror podcast champion Mm
1: -hmm. yeah it's a goddamn shame what we did to all those other podcasts
0: (laughs) i know i don't i don't regret it
1: uh no i don't either no regrets say you love satan misses that left leg yolo we broke that shit boom top of a ladder you held the leg out, I uh-huh. fucking
0: elbow dropped that Hell shit. Hell yeah. And they were like,
1: we'll stick to the 80s.
0: <laughs> we're expanding. <laughs> we're going 90s. We're going
1: 2000 2010s. We're doing the 2020s, the oh, 2030s. Oh, Next oh, week, oh. we're doing something from 2047. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's along. Jason X2. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> and it's... Spoilers, it's terrible.
1: It's, it's a remake of the original Jason Ugh. X2, which came out in 2027. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, horror movies, heavy metal, girls, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that I was forbidden to do as a kid is exactly what I gravitated towards. Yeah. And the message that I think this movie kind of portrays... um, especially towards the end of the movie is that a lot of times, whenever our parents forbid us to participate in things like let's just use drinking, for example, Mm -hmm. it is because they themselves had experience with it. Yeah. Before Mm -hmm. you were there, Mm -hmm. they had experience with it. They found it got a little too good to them. Yeah. And, you know again not not to just go completely super ultra mega personal and all this stuff yeah. but it's like i you know again i grew up here and you know drugs and alcohol are bad blah blah yeah. blah from my mom and my dad and then i found out about five years ago that like my dad was stoned and or drunk and or on cocaine my entire yeah. childhood
1: like my, my dad, dad was coked out
0: all the time i had my no dad was i had in no jail idea. for
1: cocaine my entire childhood ah, dude. so yeah
0: like yeah that's i had no idea that actually though i mean um, but they told me we've never done any of it. It's like my dad was like, "I've never done drugs. You never my should." My mom could have tried
1: telling me, but yeah. I would be like, "I see you smoking."
0: Weed. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing it. No, right I'm now.
1: not. What are you talking about? But my mom <laughs> didn't news. drink or anything. Like, um, I I actually because when you see your family doing things like smoking weed, etc., yeah. you think like, "Oh, I know everything." And then when I got older, I found out i didn't know shit they were in a <laughs> wilder shit than that yeah 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 <laughs> like yeah so and yeah hiding it from uh, your kids because i guess you you think like i don't want them to make the same mistake it comes from a good idea i think but it's not yeah it's not the way to go about it well,
0: but at the same time like telling them and lying to them be like yo yeah. i've never done this but it's bad and you shouldn't yeah that's that's not helping in, your kids out I, instead whatsoever. be like
1: i have done that it's real fun you know what it's gonna do to you though
0: it's going to make this and this and this harder. It's going to make you eat your husband.
1: It might make you eat your fucking husband.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like, that's that's the thing about this movie that I think is extremely well put, is that you have these parents trying to pass on these ideals and these morals and this mm-hmm. sense of, you know, avoid this, don't do this, don't do this. It's right. forbidden, it's taboo. But it's because they themselves have done it and it's gotten way too good to them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the... The way that that plays out in this yeah. is definitely that the mom has this bloodlust. Yeah. Which you um, don't
0: see the whole time. You no. never see her on on screen yeah. like fucking biting She's a aggressive dog or though. We yeah. do see her
1: being pretty aggressive like, it's true. you know, at the beginning, the uh the daughter who is on a vegetarian diet, our main character, yeah. uh uh Justine. Um she uh gets some mashed potatoes at a restaurant and inside the mashed potatoes is a meatball they've
0: snuck one in there just to fuck with her
1: and the mom gets like aggressive
0: p.s have you ever known that kind of person that's like i'm a vegetarian i just eat french fries at wendy's (laughs) no that's fucking annoying i've known so many of those fucking people (laughs) i'm a vegetarian i just eat bean burritos at taco bell it's like no you just eat poorly
1: yeah, that's yeah. Well, that I mean, that's something I've heard from a lot. Like, cause, um, you know, you, you hear people on podcasts who are vegetarians, and and that's something you hear nothing a wrong lot. With that. Is like nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I no, that, nothing. Okay, wrong with we need more vegetarians and vegans I, to help the earth, et cetera. Yeah,
0: I eat meat, uh, but I do think that that most all of us could, you know, eat a lot less. A lot less, yeah. exactly. If there's a lot less demand for meat, that means there's a lot more attention that can be paid to these animals, and Honestly, more importantly to me, Mm -hmm. the people that work in the slaughterhouse industry. Yeah. Like, the humans that get destroyed by the meat industry. It's like, dude, and don't get get me wrong. I care about the animals so much. Yeah. Uh, I hate seeing animals be mistreated and so on at these massive CAFO slaughterhouse operations. A lot of
1: that mistreatment comes from not having the time to actually treat the animals well.
0: And, like I said, the amount of human workers that get literally chewed up by that machine especially immigrant undocumented workers that have nowhere to represent themselves yeah it's abhorrent it's yeah it's filthy and disgusting it really is um so just generally people just ate one less meat meal a week come on it can improve stuff that's what
1: sir paul mccartney says yeah yeah that's exactly what he says i back it yeah.
0: I ain't about to argue with Sir Paul.
1: I mean, you know, it would be I think it would be a wonderful world if we we could all be vegetarian or vegan.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know vegan. I don't I don't Deers see. would take over the fucking planet. Yeah,
1: no, that's exactly the point. Is it wouldn't stop the need to no. still kill Also, animals. deers
0: want to die. They do. They jump into your car. They do in the
1: South. And they throw suicide notes at you. Oh, man. But since you can't read deer, it just sounds like clop, clop, clop. Clop, clop, clop. clop, clop, clop. <laughs> um but yeah like it would it would be a much uh better world and would help with greenhouse gas emissions and things like that but
0: gas fart a lot
1: they sure do but also there's a huge amount of energy that goes into running all the things oh my god yeah. yes but anyway the, the the mom you know she gets real aggressive there she gets real aggressive later in the hospital yes with the sister and we, we come to you know understand that the she and the sister or the older sister have you know their issues But we don't know exactly why all that is until the very end, where we realize, oh, the older sister, she knows about this shit. Yeah, she knows about her mom. She knows about this bloodlust that her mom has that she's passed genetically to her daughter. Yeah. Um, and so this the youngest daughter doesn't know she's a vegetarian, but then almost immediately is uh, made to eat a rabbit kidney, and it turns her into
0: raging cannibal yeah she gets a taste of that which was verboten
1: I, you know rabbit kidney probably should be verboten
0: i don't know i've never had one
1: probably the best it might be tastes like rabbit pee you ever had rabbit i have not had a rabbit no it's fine i'm sure it is yeah it's not hey if you're ever lost in the wilderness and uh you're uh killing rabbits to survive yeah. you can starve to death
0: Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. Not Rabbit starvation, protein, et Yeah, and I don't know. Like, I think that the opening of this movie definitely grabbed me by the short and curves. Oh yeah,
1: it's perfect. The, it immediately just pulls you in. Yeah,
0: because the opening has you think nothing to do with the rest of the story. It's just a figure standing by a road, jumping out in front of a car, making the car crash,
1: and then walking toward the car.
0: Yeah it reminded me so much of the opening of get out
1: yes where the opening is like what does this have to do yeah like what
0: the the fuck is is going on and then like three quarters of the way through the movie you you forgot it even happened it's like you forget that the opening of the movie was this weird mysterious like Mm -hmm. what the fuck is going on scene Mm -hmm. it was actually very similar to get out in that regard yeah
1: yeah that's i mean that's the perfect example of, of what going on there and then yeah later we see that it's uh uh alex yeah the older sister she um uses this method of running out in front of cars near an area where they will swerve into a tree yeah to get human meat to eat yeah so she just starts chawing on a dude's
0: skull she chaws on it. she puts mm-hmm. a little pinch between her lip and gum yeah a little pinch. percolate all day
1: mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I there's actually like
1: elements of uh zombie movies in this too. Like that, that yeah, element where she it. just starts chewing into a head and then later where we have uh the the you know the Julie or Justine gets super drunk at the party and then Alex you know oh my God, basically dude. uh makes a video of her trying to tempt her to eat a corpse yeah. in front of a ton of the
0: rowdy ass veterinary students. My God, how about that fucking crazy wild French veterinary scene? Uh, yeah, apparently everyone they in France party. is a
1: veterinarian, and it's wild as shit. Holy shit, dude! They party. Uh, they got topless women, topless men, giant hazing
0: rituals. They
1: got a million people smoking because Sex it's parties. France. Yeah, Sex everybody slumps, dude. Uh-huh.
0: It is nuts. It's yeah. really wild. Yeah. And basically, like, as she is, you know, doing her initiation hazing ritual, like, they douse everybody in, like, horse blood or something. Yeah, was that...
1: I didn't get that entirely, because they show them anesthetize the horse. Yeah. Then they show, like, them, like, dump a bunch of blood on them. But then later they show the horse, like, running on a treadmill. Yeah. treadmill, treadmill. I show them running on treadmill. <laughs> They uh, show the horse running on a treadmill, and I was thinking, like, okay, so wait. did they, Was it
0: the horse? I don't know. Was it the yeah. horse, or
1: was that just, like, uh, evidence that this is a veterinary college? Like, see, we do stuff with the animals and shit. Yeah, see? I, it seemed to me, though, that it was the horse blood, and maybe that later, because uh, it seemed like that running on the treadmill scene may have been a dream. Maybe. That, uh, that Justine was having. Yeah. So, I don't know But yeah They just douse them In a ton of fucking blood And they then rage. take a picture I and never they partied
0: like that At community college
1: I don't want to party Like that honestly <laughs> No
0: that ain't that me That
1: looks It's not me at all No If I'm at a party And I can't talk to somebody I'm at a party I don't want to be at <gasps> Uh, I don't want, I mean, I also don't want a party where people are like slutted up and women, you know, whip out their titties.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm
1: okay with women whipping out their titties if if they want to. Sure. Yay. Okay, cool. You do you. You do you, girl. Damn. Um, but it just seemed like. It was really sexual assaulty.
0: Yeah, well, and then there's the whole like these guys in masks, like, yeah, wake up people in their dorms. And yeah,
1: man, I don't like hazing at all. It
0: was not a cool kind of vibe to me. Not the kind of thing I would associate with like veterinary.
1: Oh, man, veterinarians.
0: <laughs> They're wild. You know what they say about them?
1: They can access a lot of ketamine.
0: Actually, yeah, <laughs> they do talk about ketamine in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Is, is ketamine like a horse tranquilizer? Is that what that is?
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild. I've done ketamine before Yeah Yeah. What's that like? Um Well there's (laughs) People refer to it as going into a K-hole When you've done quite too much It does feel kind of like It feels kind of like the sunken place actually Oh Again Let's go back to get up feels kind of like the sunken place Where you can see through your eyes That
0: doesn't sound great
1: Well, It it feels good But it's also not great Yeah It's one of those things that I, I did once And I was like
0: Okay I've done it
1: Yeah I also smoked crack one time. Have ever talked uh, about that? No. <laughs> I smoked crack one time. How was that? I, made, I felt dumb.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm dumb now.
1: Yeah, like oh, I smoked crack. Am I? Can I come back from this? And wow. then never smoked crack again. It was crazy. So
0: but, I mean, that's that's kind of noted as being one of the most like hyper addictive substances in the yeah, world. Yeah, I'm you not. You were just like, yeah, no. Yeah,
1: stimulants aren't my thing. Never well, that's happens. the
0: thing though. It's like that's something that always amazed me about you is that. I remember you talking about like before before you were a Mormon, yeah. you like drank every day and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when you decided to be a Mormon, you're like, Yeah, I no. just stopped. Yeah. So you just I don't with, think
1: I have that part of my brain that yeah, gets addicted. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. You you got that intense control where you're just like, and now I don't do this. Yeah, no, I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's something yeah. that that's something that the people in Raw do not share. They
1: don't Yeah, that's the thing though. That's exactly what this movie is about. Is that like uh that that drive in some people. It's about addiction in a lot of
0: ways. Yeah, it's about and also how that runs in the families. How that runs in yeah. families, yeah. So Which like mine definitely does. Yeah. Oh my god, so <laughs> many fucking pillheads and alcoholics all over my family.
1: Yeah, that's man. I'll, I'll tell you, like it, it, was real strong, especially in the scene. Like okay, so I guess we should just tell the the general story before before we get into just because we've already been all over the place. But the general story is that she and her sister. Basically after having after she's had meat and she starts going through this, the yeah. sister is, you know, notices her experience and, and obviously is She's already know. been at
0: the school for a few years too. Yeah. And so. she she's
1: a little annoyed with her younger sister, who yeah. I guess we're supposed to believe is plain or something. She's gorgeous, so it doesn't yeah, make totally. any sense. Just, the older sister is way my type. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. super into, but totally. like the younger sister was like, she's gorgeous, and yeah. like I don't understand what's going on with that. But she and the sister they have a little tense relationship, but then like, uh, they get together one night and they're drinking or whatever, and they pee on the roof. And the older sister they pees, do a pee pee standing up, which was fucking awesome. They show it in the movie. They show it, and they show they show her just fucking peeing standing up. Dinner. It's fucking awesome because like. <laughs> i don't remember what this movie was but i think it was it had snoop Dogg in it
0: <laughs> i'll like the start of the story and right. it had
1: the lady of rage who was uh on dr Dre's the chronic album and, and a bunch of other albums but okay uh she she was supposed to be this like very masculine scary woman and they had a scene where she beat standing up Sick. as soon as i saw this uh happening i was like lady of rage yeah <laughs> so i already had uh, positive associations, but it's also a really funny scene where she's trying to teach her sister how to pee standing up. Yeah, yeah, and they're And they're, like, stuff. bonding, and then, like, you know, she's like, I'm gonna uh, wax your bikini area. They do that. Yeah, and they, they're, you know, some pubic hair, some very uh, up-close pictures of uh, bikini wax pubic she, hair she going on. She waxes
0: her over the undies, which I don't think is how you well, do she's it.
1: Well, she's getting the sides, which uh, goes to indicate that maybe she was right to, uh, uh, get to her sister about maybe manicuring her lawn a little bit. Well, you know, you don't have to wax, but it's a landscape. you know, <laughs> if it's getting into the thighs,
0: this is one of those It's <laughs> a little two seventies, dude. This is one of those things in a movie where it's like, okay, I'll watch this movie, uh, really late at night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had been up like cleaning the house and shit and mm-hmm. packing for a vacation. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was a couple beers and vodkas or whatever in. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've got a little bit of time. I'll watch this movie before I go to bed. It's one of those that I woke up the next morning being like, do I clearly remember seeing a scene in a movie where two sisters uh-huh. are bikini waxing each other?
1: Uh-huh. Well, just one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and the wax is getting stuck.
1: Yeah. And she, she pulls out some scissors. To- yeah. To, to cut it away? Cut it away. Yeah, that just, then, like, in your head, it's like, did that really
0: happen? Yeah, and then she cuts her finger. Off. Kind of off. Finger off. I want you to take her finger off. <laughs> That's the better version of face yeah, off. finger off.
1: Finger off. And instead of all the other stuff that happens, they just fucking go
0: to town finger banging. My God. <laughs> and, and then the sister that gets her finger cut off passes out. Mm-hmm. And then old little sis just uh starts chewing on her finger.
1: Yeah, she she's having this like the music gets great too by the oh, way and that's man. like moment she picks up the finger and obviously like she's she calls 911 or you know whatever yeah, it is and Yeah, 999. 999 in yeah. England. I'm not sure what it is in France, but probably something similar. Um anyway, she calls for, you know, emergency services and they say they'll be like 15 minutes. They tell her to put the, you know, finger in ice or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And she goes to put it in the refrigerator and there's no ice or whatever and she's just sort of holding it there for a second and then the blood gets on her hand and she's just like you know intensely staring at yeah. it and then she, this, the music gets like and you like, no she's
0: not going to you're like, yeah no she's not and
1: then the blood she just licks the blood off her hand and then like starts sucking the blood off the finger and then just starts <sighs> chewing pieces Ugh, off so of gross. it so gross and then her sister wakes up and has the look you would have
0: if someone eating was my eating your
1: fucking finger. Um, and it's insane. But then, you know, they, they do go to the hospital and the finger, of course, is gone. Yeah. Not going to be uh, back on the sister's hand. And the the parents are are shitty to the older sister who just got her finger cut off. I don't know. You know, the mom is shitty because, of course, she and the daughter know that they share this and the younger daughter doesn't know. Yeah. But we also see in that scene that the dad suspects. Yeah, he does. Definitely. Yeah, he definitely suspects that the younger daughter ate that finger. Yeah. And then, you know, things get tense between them. And, uh, you know, uh, after having sex with her uh, gay roommate. She does that. There's a, a huge bite fight between the two sisters they In front of little, most of it's the school a fighty. And it's awesome
0: And it's so strange It's
1: weird as shit and there awesome was, as shit There's I some kind
0: it. of point in this movie Where it's just like it just goes off the rails yeah and they really just kind In of a embrace great it
1: way yeah and, they embrace it and just really stick with it like yeah
0: let's go with them way
1: off the rails
0: yeah cannibal sisters that kind of want to eat each other uh-huh maybe that's the thing
1: it's and 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 she has My sex God. with her completely gay roommate like yeah. he's not like he he has that moment where he's like uh you know uh, i've been high in the closet for 20 years yeah i'm not gonna start fucking girls now or whatever like um so like it really is just so strange there at the end but it's also like i i the i would say the last 45 minutes despite the fact that it gets the most off the rails yeah everything was the clearest to me because in the first 45 minutes yeah i, I kind of thought it was going to be a suspiria type movie right i yeah, thought yeah, we yeah. were going to find out the whole school was cannibal.
0: okay that would have been tied actually yeah
1: like i thought that was what was going to happen like that was the thing
0: yeah like all the hazings and stuff yeah like this i thought it was all cannibal going cannibal. to lead
1: to eating human meat
0: that's kind of cool yeah that
1: would be cool that would be cool 100 it also has like you know different tangents there are a lot of like undercurrents of fat jokes okay. or, or like yeah. fat
0: shaming and stuff. Now that's something that, that is is interesting and we were kind of talking about it earlier and whenever you watch the movie you can't help but notice that they do make a lot of references about people that are fat yeah. and kind of like making fun of fat people and stuff uh-huh. like this. Uh, there's that one scene, there's that super gross extended like vomit scene yeah where she vomits
1: up her hair that she's been been chewing on her hair yeah it's
0: way nasty. because especially dude as like a long-haired dude that like yeah has to like yank big wads of hair out of his drains and Uh stuff like this oh god that in your throat oh fuck me dude it's the worst it's an ass well you know my wife and i both have long hair so Mm -hmm. i do it a lot and it's disgusting uh so that was really nasty but then you're right she comes out of like the bathroom stall and she's looking in the mirror, and she's a very, very petite, very skinny girl. Uh-huh. She is. And then that, like, I don't know, just kind of average, but by comparison, I guess kind of chubby girl. Yeah. Comes up next to her, and she's like, yeah, if you, if you put two fingers down your throat instead, it works better.
1: Yeah. And, and then, she looks at her real weird yeah. and then walks
0: out. Yeah. And then my uh, my favorite
1: part of it is that the the chubby girl is just... She just goes back to looking in the mirror and starts stroking her hair and practicing her obviously forced smile. It's which is like weird. this is like part of the new French extremity is showing the yeah. the grossness of society and showing that right. evil and, and like so what we see in this just brief moment is that uh you know, fat shaming is a thing in France. Right. And it it makes people who look Absolutely normal. Maybe yeah. slightly overweight. Maybe they you don't want to eat a whole cheese pizza tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes it makes her so unhappy. She has to fake smiling right. in the mirror. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, what you're kind of saying is that it makes it to where it pulls no punches about the way that people really talk about other yeah. people. Yeah, and yeah, and especially people that are in I don't know. I guess you'd say minorities and stuff yeah. like this. Um, How they really talk about the behind closed doors,
1: but it's not—it's not clear what that all means in the last forty-five minutes of the movie. Yeah, I I guess like just listening to uh, the director talk about it, she she talks a lot about how this movie is about bodies and how bodies are weird. Okay, uh, you know about our cravings and things like that, and so you know dealing with fat shaming in in france would also deal with cravings it deals with like people who don't stop themselves uh-huh. and so that's what she's dealing with right now because she's been stopping herself so like i mm. i'm only putting this together right now i really yeah, like yeah, was yeah, trying yeah. to comprehend why they kept having these because the doctor talks about it when she goes to the doctor and she has oh, the yeah. rash and stuff yeah yeah and it's, Ooh, it's
0: man when she's peeling that rash Oh god!
1: Uh, oh, just big, yeah. huge pieces of skin. Yeah, worse. But like, Ugh. um, I get yeah. I guess so. If what we get there is that like, there is this deep undercurrent of fat yeah. shame, and it causes people to be unhappy. But this movie is also about like having to control your cravings and yeah. things like that. And yeah. in this case, her craving is to eat human flesh. But what I do find interesting is that she says, you know, to use two fingers. The next time she tries to throw up. Is She's trying to throw up her sister's finger. She uses two fingers. No shit. But technically, she's using three.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. But and, yeah, so yeah, the there's that going on. I, that's really interesting to me.
0: And like you said, she's got her, her gay roommate slash boyfriend fuck buddy guy. Mm-hmm. And the movie also pulls no punches about showing how yeah. people maybe think that gay people are disgusting yeah he
1: he says um she says that he she requested a female roommate and he said uh uh, a woman or a fag is the same to them yeah by uh, by the way I wouldn't normally say that yeah yeah (laughs) their words not Steve his words uh so uh like and then later there's the conversation where the guy at the table starts talking about someone fucking a monkey to get aids right yeah and he's like why would you ask me that like in particular um like do you think i fuck monkeys (laughs) um so like there is this like lack of knowledge about just regular gay men yeah and he's also talks about how he had to hide in the closet for 20 years yeah I mean, I, I think it's interesting. People, a lot of times, would think of of France and Europe in general as more progressive on a lot of these issues. Yeah, and what this the new French extremity tends to do is uh, disabuse us
0: of that notion. Well, you were talking to me earlier about how actually a lot of a lot of France is actually quite conservative. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: France has been characterized almost uh, exclusively in in our minds as this like uh Intellectual bastion or uh, like this very liberal place. But, yeah, yeah. Um, there have been for 200 years uh, liberals protesting in France, but what they're protesting is a conservative government that wow. runs everything. And, yeah. Um, I mean, just recently their their presidential election, it was it came down to uh, a moderate liberal and a white supremacist. Holy shit! So, like. Um, kind of says it all yeah so like uh, you get you get the view through this movie that that things aren't quite as liberal as they may seem there might be a bit more sexual freedom and, and uh, you know uh, you wanted to talk about this how like you know uh, they'll just be boobs and it's yeah. not like it's not yeah, like objectifying yeah. in the way it was in like slumber party Massacre where they just show
0: boobs yeah. and butts. It's just like yeah. no
1: this is just a body.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's just like it's just like Vincent Vega told us in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's the small things. Yeah. You know? It is
1: the small things and that's Th- true. That
0: let you know that you're watching a European movie. Like yeah. the fact that yeah, like you said several times throughout the movie you you see down women's shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you see the boobs and stuff and it's like it's not at all, like you said, this hyper sexualized, like yeah. sexy scene. You know, I mean, it's nothing like that. It's just like, well, here it is. Cause that's the thing is like over there on commercials and stuff, there's there's topless women and there's yeah. the topless women in newspapers and magazines. And yeah. it's just not a big deal over there. And then yeah. like the fact that um uh our main character has like some armpit hair yeah she has like a little bit of armpit hair
1: her sister mentions it yeah as like a weird thing to her yeah but
0: it's uh it's just those little things they're like oh yeah this is definitely not an american movie
1: yeah for sure there's um you know the fact that they keep speaking french
0: there's that that's so weird man i loved that scene where as part of one of her like hazing rituals she walks to that room and they throw that bucket of blue paint on her oh
1: man and then they have the guy with the yellow paint and they say go
0: make green basically yeah they're like don't leave until you're both green it was such a visually interesting yeah scene
1: yeah and it's also one of those real creepy scenes where it's like why would you what like the second i got in there uh, as a guy, yeah. I, I would be like, okay, are you cool with this? And yeah. If not, okay, well, let's just spread pain on each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and then walk the yeah, fuck out. Totally, totally, like, when, totally. I'm not going to fucking force you to kiss no, me. No, uh uh-uh. um, But it, it, it gets, it gets real visceral pretty yeah. quick. Like it goes from, because them being like, you know, green or uh blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah. It has this weird sort of surreal feeling to it's it, beautiful and again. like right before that, she has that sort of weird dream where she's going through the cannibal withdrawals, and it sounds like somebody's hitting her with a yeah. bag full of and, coins. And
0: maybe they are. And
1: maybe they are. Maybe, but it's it, I don't know because she doesn't have any bruises or anything on her. I don't know. I, but yeah. it, it has that surreal feeling, and then she bites his lip, bites a big chunk out of his yeah. lip, and it gets fucking real again. Um, and then she's in the shower, like washing the paint and off. That
0: scene is awesome.
1: Yeah. And she, like, pulls a piece of his lip out and, Ugh. like, drops it, like she's going to let it go down the drain and almost immediately bends down and picks it up and eats it. So fucking He gross. goes from, like, that surreal to the visceral yeah. real fucking quick.
0: And that's the thing, too, is, like, with this movie, even, like, whenever she enters into that scene, which is obviously supposed to be, you know, very hypersexual and stuff like this. Um, Throughout a lot of this movie, she is very modestly dressed yeah. and very conservative and, and stuff like this. And then as the movie goes on, she gets wilder and wilder and starts, I think, wearing things that are a little bit more sexually evocative.
1: Yeah. She 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 has a dress she gets from her sister. Yeah, exactly. She has that scene where she's dancing yeah! to that song by Ordi dude who are, that song it's fucking amazing it, it, <laughs> Holy I, shit. I i never heard of these these women no they it's the rawest it's raw as shit like dmx would be like calm down yeah
0: he'd be like x Punk's gonna take breaks. it from you <laughs>
1: yeah
0: he ain't gonna give it to you <laughs> no. he's gonna pull it back yeah.
1: you um Holy it's amazing. Shit. I actually went and just started listening to their music and it's so good. What's and that like,
0: line about like don't give me sixty nine, give I, me six six six? I don't something. want
1: sixty nine, I want six six six. Holy like,
0: shit. It's all about like the devil they and fucking fuck a beautiful and, corpse
1: and like yeah. Whoa. Yeah, and the videos raw. Oh, as I haven't shit. seen the videos. Like, you nuts? gotta check it out. They're dressed as prostitutes, and one of them has like uh like uh, blood coming out of her nose, like she's been oh snorting too much God. cocaine and like it's fucking amazing. And awesome they're so great uh, it's just these two white french chicks yeah like i expected i don't know i expected Some
0: hard that, hard people
1: yeah i expect and they're just like it's like creation almost okay yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. you see i mean just like what what where's this coming from <laughs> but it's fucking badass but yeah she's dancing and like she it puts almost on looks the like li- she's dancing
0: to like a damn six pinks on the richer song or something <laughs> but it's like this hard-ass shit yeah
1: and she's, like, putting on lipstick and kissing the mirror. Like, she's yeah, getting yeah. real, more, like, more into herself. Totally. As she, so, like, there, there's, like... The craving also represents sexuality. It represents yes. her... Because she's a virgin at this point.
0: Oh, yeah. She mentions that. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, like, she, she's, like, getting into her sexuality. And, like, the thing is, her mom has been repressing it.
0: Right. Which she's, you don't learn until way later. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, like... Yeah, and and then like also the thing that kind of comes in between her and her sister, yeah, is they both are kind of after the gay roommate in yeah. some way. Oh right, the right, sister yeah, yeah. wants to eat him. Yeah, and she wants to fuck him. Yeah, which she does, and she does.
0: It's true that they, c- they both, both kind of get their thing, don't they? Yeah,
1: they do, and and in the Ooh. end, like that. I mean, it's. Such an amazing ending. I mean, after they have their bite fight. Yeah. Um, hashtag bite fight. Hashtag bite fight. After they have their bite fight, like uh, Justine, she comes into her sister's room and just yeah. kind of like, you know, they're sort of apologizing. As she exits, the the door has like one of those locks that you need a key to lock on the inside or the outside. Yeah. And she takes the key. And then when she's standing outside the door, she's contemplating locking her sister in the room. Because she knows she might do something.
0: I don't think I noticed that.
1: Yeah. And then she goes back to her room. Yeah. Goes to sleep with the the roommate yeah, in yeah. his bed. When she wakes up in the morning, her sister has killed him.
0: He's done been chomped on.
1: She she stabbed him in the back with a ski pole. Woof. And then ate a large portion of his thigh and is just sitting there playing or with a, a video game controller and blood all over her face. Oh, my God. Just sort of dazed.
0: Fucking blood drunk.
1: And this is also one of those instances where, like, we talked about this with the witch, where it was like, you know, the, the witches had this sort of reverse um, uh, Christianity yeah, going yeah, on, yeah. where you know, instead of being saved by the blood of the father, it's saved by the blood of the totally, mother, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. There's this real interesting part here where she, uh, you know, the the older sister. Uh, Alex, she is covered in the blood of an innocent yeah. man, which representative the blood of Jesus, and her sister is washing it off of her.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. washing off that the blood. Scene, of yeah, we're the in the sh- She's in the shadow Yeah, with and her she sister. like holds her head back, and it's like Very she's baptizing yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and her sister's just in like a daze all the time. Yeah, that scene is really gorgeous. It
1: really is. Really well shot. Really well done. And then like you know the older sister goes to jail and then when they they come to visit we get this really cool moment between the sisters where uh the older sister like holds up you know her lack of finger yeah and uh, the younger sister pushes the huge bite scar up to the window and the older sister kisses it so it's yeah. like yeah i like,
0: recognize in you what i have yeah yeah
1: and then it's like we're we're together on this yeah. even though you're in jail like i'm still with you even though all this shit happened because we're, yeah. we're connected in the fact that we have outrageous desire to eat human flesh and, and
0: that's the thing dude is like as we were talking about earlier like so much of this movie is it could be about it could be about um, attraction towards the taboo and forbidden. It also could be about addiction yeah, and stuff like that, where you have these families where addiction runs very deep. And you also even have siblings that have gigantic, and I'm sure you've known them too, gigantic drug problems, gigantic alcohol problems. Yeah. And they come to each other's defense because they can relate because they have the same shit in their Dollar. veins and they know what it's like and so yeah on. and
1: if the family's attacking that person what are they going to do when it's you
0: yeah exactly so you want to be on their side and it becomes this very uh, i don't know how would you say parasitic relationship yep. you yeah know, this yeah. very uh um, codependent codependent yeah. yeah that's the word i was looking for this very codependent thing where you excuse these things that other people in your family are doing even though you know they're wrong because you're doing them too and because you have the same urges and yeah. It's a very sick, fucked up thing that happens in real life all the oh, time. Oh
1: yeah, 100%. It's so many time. parts of this anyone could relate to. Yeah, And it's real interesting to say about a movie about cannibals, but yeah. it's very relatable.
0: Oh, absolutely so, man. Absolutely so. It's really fascinating. It's also a gorgeous movie, too. I think yeah, the well visual shocked. style of yeah. the movie is fucking phenomenal.
1: Yeah, even that uh, that opening scene, like... Uh, it really draws you in without showing you anything yeah opening where you see the The car crash shots and stuff but it's all it's from the distance you don't see exactly what happens with the car crash like you just see that someone is faking jumping in front of a car to make it crash yeah but like that distance draws you in (laughs) that's totally weird yeah yeah distance draws you into it because you want to know like what the hell's going on over there like i want to see it and then there's also that scene when they come out of the hospital where she's, like, Justine is pushing Alex in the, the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, are the parents gone? And she says, yeah. And she stands up and she pushes the wheelchair. And we get this great, like, wide shot. um, And you just see them walking away on this half of the screen. And on the other half of the screen, the wheelchair is slowly, like, coming towards the camera. Yeah. Like, such a weird, cool. interesting shot. But w- it definitely worked
0: all the party scenes and stuff. Oh,
1: all of them are just insane, well yeah. shot. Like you don't extremely. Instead of doing, you know, a lot of like quick movements and mm-hmm. stuff, like they sort of linger on things at times and you see different elements of the party. Yeah. You get the idea that the party is huge.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's very like voyeuristic, like flying the wall. Yeah kind of thing whenever you see those scenes
1: we can't we can't forget to mention that justine drinks a dommer the
0: oh dude she has a full fucking dommer he
1: does and if you don't know what a dommer is listen to our last two episodes but yeah. also it's just a full cup of vodka because Dahmer apparently <laughs> that was his drink of choice this is thing full cup of vodka
0: yeah she totally dommers it up in this flick uh-huh. oh it's painful to watch it is oh god I don't know, man. It's a really fascinating flick. Like, I was yeah. really worried going into this, and after reading the premise and stuff, that this would be, um, another one of those movies that mistakes being gross for being scary.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't care for those.
0: Yeah, that's not really our thing. We talked about that, like on our, our Saw episode, yeah, and stuff like that, like torture porn kind of stuff is like, yeah. okay, that's not scary. Actually, that's gross.
1: Yeah, all you're doing is making people squirm. Yeah, but like, exactly. It, like, There's no substance. To no point. Yeah. yeah.
0: But to me, like this movie is, uh, it is disgusting. It's pretty yes. fucking gross. Yeah. It's probably not. probably not as gross as what you've heard. Like I could never imagine no. like, needing a fucking barf bag watching this movie or anything like that. Like no. it's not. It's not that gross. But I do think that everything that it shows is very effective because it has meaning behind it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean. If we're getting down to, you know, our, our final thoughts on it, yeah, um, it's well acted. Again, yeah, we beautiful. talked about this with Veronica. Yeah, I don't speak French. I'm assuming though that they're they are saying those lines I'm assuming well. They're nailing it. Yeah, I know for sure that physically it's well acted. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, I really like the music in this. You it, it get a lot of like, Absolutely. sort of synth. Uh, stuff going on that reminds me of Goblin. Yeah. Um, some of the lighting scenes remind me of Suspiria, where you'll have the Identity. red and green light. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, always a good thing to make an homage to Suspiria. I'm fine with that. I really do enjoy the characters. I think they're yeah. well written, and I think all the scenes are good representations of what would happen at this insane college. Yeah. Now. I do question just how insane veterinary colleges actually
0: are. I have to wonder. <laughs> yeah. My but, God.
1: I mean, uh, I I didn't really question how insane ballerina schools are in Suspiria, so that I, too. I, I'm yeah. fine with it, I give guess. A pass. I can give it a pass. I think the dad's performance is uh, interesting because he's barely in it, but he anytime he's on screen, he kind of draws the attention pretty easily.
0: And then at the end when it's like he... You know, he's talking to the younger daughter and he, he says he understands. He lifts uh. up his shirt and he's got all these bite marks and scars. Yeah, which are
1: obviously from his wife. Yeah. Biting the shit out of him while they're having sex.
0: That's when the whole thing comes together. Where you're like, oh my God, the mom yeah. has this same so this affliction. genetic. That both of the daughters oh, have. Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. There's this genetic infliction, which is why they've been warning them all along don't yeah. eat meat, don't do it.
1: Don't go near it. The the dad says outside of the hospital at one point, he says, don't have two daughters. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. But then I realized later, like, oh, because genetically you're going to have to deal with a lot of fucking craziness. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and I think that's very integral to the the story itself is is to see that, that there's that lineage of... Yeah. Again, you could call it addiction, you could call it temptation towards yeah. uh sex, towards alcohol, towards drugs, whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, the the sins of the father kind of thing, yeah, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, and uh I, I think yeah, there's so much like symbolism in this for sure yeah. that so much of this is is, is much richer. Then two viewings uh, even was was able to like open up to me. I, yeah. I still was I still have a lot of questions. Right. A lot of things that I, I would like to understand more, but like it honestly kept my attention every single moment. Like yeah. there I I didn't want to look away.
0: Yeah. Me too. Um, I never got bored. It's also not overly long. It's like an hour and a
1: half. Yeah. That's that's a perfect horror movie time. Hour yeah. twenty, hour and thirty. Perfect. Totally agree. Um, so yeah, it it doesn't really lose my attention at all. I I really enjoyed the gore. Yeah, it looked so good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it would be hard for me to to say that there's really much negative here. I I think at times maybe it it's hard to string together the full story. Yeah. Like because. <sighs> Does it all happen within, like, a week? Or Yeah, I don't
0: know the timeline. I'm
1: not they, sure Because they say in the beginning that you'd hear those three, like, air horn blasts when you're they're no longer rookies, which makes me think that what happens at the very end when everybody's sort of, all the students come out yeah. and she's washing her sister in the, the shower would be the end of the semester, right? Or at least maybe the end of the, the school year, even. I guess. Uh, unless it was just a week. Just one week of initiation, like week. That's a busy week. week. That's a real busy week. Then, so it's either like it. It's either in between scenes we don't know what's happening, or there is no in between scenes and it's busy as fuck. Yeah, but I, that's not really much of a complaint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, for me, it's not a big deal. Um, so I, I would highly recommend anybody to watch this for sure. Um, and I don't know, like. It's hard for me to rate it because I know I'm over-inflating it probably in my head because I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Uh I, I'd give this an eight and a half.
0: Right on, mm-hmm. man. I, I can't argue with much anything you said. I think that the, the pacing of the movie is, is really good. It's like you said, I never got bored. I never got bored once while I was watching mm-hmm. it. And it was super late at night. And I yeah. was tired and I'd been drinking and stuff. So it's very easy for my attention span to fall off. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? But uh, it never really re- reached that point with this flick for me, so I think the pacing and stuff is really fantastic uh-huh. I think the gore effects are really good i d- also don't think they're terribly overdone
1: no yeah
0: um it's not as disgusting as people might lead you to think,
1: yeah, unless you're really disgusted by cannibalism
0: I guess so, which I don't think I am <laughs> yeah
1: like i I'm definitely like I'm definitely the type of person that if I was in the Andes Mountains maybe after a plane crash and maybe someone. You chomp had died. Somebody. I'd chomp down on that butt. Yeah,
0: maybe you would. I would eat your ass. I love the um the growth of the characters at the flick. I love uh-huh. that you're seeing more and more that the older sister who has been there for a while has the same sickness, the same affliction. I love seeing the younger sister grow and assert herself and become more confident and powerful and stuff through the movie. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And like you said, the parents' roles of just like, they've been there, they've done all the same stuff. They've been trying to keep their daughters from repeating it. It just rings so true. It just rings so true of everybody that's ever talked to their kids and be like, don't have sex, don't drink alcohol, don't do drugs. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's because we've done it and it's fantastic. Mm
1: Mm-hmm yeah it's it's great yeah (laughs) look you'll be covered in bite marks
0: yeah apparently (laughs) so i think the whole message of the movie i think is really really fantastic and um put out there in an interesting way Mm -hmm. you know yeah i'm with you man i can't really find a a ton to complain about i don't know that i'll like watch this a hundred more times no I'll watch it, like, with people that haven't seen it before. Yeah, that's, like, I was you know, going to say, it's definitely
1: out. one of those yeah. check this out type of movies. Totally.
0: So, I think I'm going to hit this with a, uh, I think a seven and a half. Personally, right. I think it seems like a pretty fair kind of yeah. verdict for me. That's
1: a fair assertion, yeah. Seven and a half. Like, I mean, uh, I, I don't keep track of what we've given these movies. No. I'm neither. sure wildly different, like, some movie that I might say would would like more than this movie I may have given a seven I don't know I don't know but in this moment eight and a half yeah I don't give a shit yeah
0: I'm with you (laughs) you
1: think you think anybody is keeping track
0: and they're like they're just like it just makes no sense these guys are fucking stupid (laughs) so Dollywood Steve what is gonna be the next flick that we cover on next week's episode of Dead and Lovely
1: we're gonna be covering a little horror film by one Kevin Smith
0: oh I love him
1: yeah and it's called Tusk.
0: It's a little movie by the name of Tusk, which is uh, a movie I have seen before and lived through The Inception and so on. Of have you ever seen it?
1: Uh, no, I've never seen it. I have heard the the podcast where they talked about okay like the idea the and stuff. And the yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, awesome. I have wanted to see it. Okay. And I actually been putting it off because I think we talked about this maybe a few months ago during just sort of a production meeting. Yeah, yeah. That, like, I thought it would be a good one to do for an anniversary episode. Yeah. Because it's about podcasting in some way.
0: Yeah. Semination is from a podcast. Tight. So let's get into it. I like it, man. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Tusk is a horror flick directed by Kevin Smith. And its inception goes all the way back to an episode of his podcast called Smodcast with mm-hmm. him and Scott Mosier, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Mm hmm. I can't remember what episode number it is, but the episode is titled The Walrus and the Carpenter. Yeah. Walrus and the Carpenter. So, please, before you watch Tusk or listen to I review, go and listen to their episode. Yeah, go give it a give it a little listen. I mean... Yeah. Like,
1: I I don't think it'll ruin anything. I haven't seen the movie, but I yeah. don't think it'll ruin anything for the movie, will it?
0: Um, I mean, kind of, but it makes it better. Does it? Okay. Yeah, it actually makes it better because... Oh. There's a really unique thing going on whenever you listen to that episode and then see the movie. We'll talk about it more in depth next time, but it's something that I really cannot quantify into any other relatable movie experience. But whenever you listen to that episode and then you watch the movie, you're really getting something very, very unique because basically whenever you listen to that episode, you are there for the inception of this movie.
1: Yeah, you get to hear some two dudes come
0: up with a movie idea yeah it'd be like watching a see tape it, it come yeah To live i mean it'd be like watching the tape of your parents having sex when you were conceived and or, you're like
1: and there's me or it'd be like watching our friday or our uh, nightmare on elm street 1.5 idea yeah or any of the crazy insane ideas we come up with yeah Gosh, somebody should Pay us to make movies. Probably so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve. Until next week, where can they find us on them internet? You can
1: always find us at Dead Lovely Pod, and uh, that's on Instagram and
0: Twitter. Yes, we
1: have a Facebook group, Dead and Lovely, which is horror great movie podcast. It is awesome. We have some of great, great activity on there.
0: Old Roger Miller's been dropping us some gold here the lately. Roger Millers,
1: uh, the, the Timothy Stones, mm-hmm. the
0: Brandon Woods, Political Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these folks. They got Will the cow.
1: it is, by the way. Okay. I was messaging with him on the Facebooks. Alright. And it's it's a reference to a Method Man, obviously. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tight. Um and a ton of other people that I can't think of the names off the top of my head. Uh we even have female listeners. We do indeed. We got Robbie out there. Yeah. Uh can't remember other names. Our wives. Our wives listen to us. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah. So check us out there. You can also email us at deadandlovelypod at gmail.com.
0: You, you guys can follow me on Instagram at
1: Ben Eller Guitars. All in um, word. You can find me at Steven Spratling. It, I mean it'll be fun to follow me. I'll never really be posting much tight one time i posted uh, uh a picture of a, a really gross payphone on instagram Ooh, yeah i found it downtown la it was covered in so much like exhaust yeah that it looked like maybe somebody had been running a diesel engine next to it for 20 years tight but it was like right in the middle of downtown la All right, <laughs> like it was near restaurants and
0: shit delicious yeah so you could see that sounds awesome man <laughs> Well, in the meantime, you guys have just been tasty and juicy and satisfying. Oh, man. And forbidden and taboo. I want to eat you all. We have been... Brains. (laughs) Dead. (laughs) And lovely. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye Bye now. Bye. Bye.